family. The song that I'm going to play and sing for you may be a familiar one, I hope. It's called, I Heard the Voice of Jesus. And I really like the words. That's why I decided to play this one this morning. I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down the weary one, lay down thy head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was, weary and worn and sad. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. I heard the voice of Jesus say, Behold, I A scripture reading this morning is taken from the book of Ezekiel chapter 38 and verse 7. Ezekiel 38 and verse 7. Be thou prepared and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. That ends the reading of God's holy word. Thank you. Well, you may be wondering, why do we have a safety team? This is a small church in a small town. As a matter of fact, the General Conference, our church insurance company, 
and the Marshfield Police Department all recommend that churches have and organize church safety plans. Last fall, we implemented our current team and plan, but we, for many years, have had a safety plan. It all started when we had some issues with unattended children roaming in the Sabbath school rooms. Real tough issue. It became a serious concern when we had someone falsely accused of inappropriate conduct. But because, thankfully, there were other witnesses, uh, we were able to avert a major incident. We've had people fall and get hurt in the parking lot. We've had some other medical emergencies. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was eating at Culver's in town here, and I was leaving, walking out, and a car had just pulled in. The lady just she hadn't even closed her door yet. I could see flames underneath the hood of her car. I spun around, ran in, got a fire extinguisher from the store, ran back out, and by the time I got back out there, which was, I'm sure, less than a minute, that Pontiac was now a fire-breathing dragon. Uh, but with a fire extinguisher, I was able to keep it from you know, being a total loss. Uh, so you will notice that there are fire extinguishers strategically placed throughout the building. Each entrance has a fire extinguisher and a few other high-priority high, uh, places. Uh, a college friend of Bobby's had a child abduction from their church in a town the size of Marshfield. As a precaution... No one under 16 will be allowed to leave this building without an adult. This also protects the children from playing in the parking lot and being accidentally run over. Unfortunately, churches have become soft targets for evildoers. And we pray that, as, that at the present, uh, we pray that at the present, the doors that a presence at the doors will deter them and allow us to stop their entry. We have encountered a number of suspicious persons, uh, fortunately without any major incidents. Uh, as the name says, the purpose of the safety team is to ensure a safe place for you and your families to come to worship. I'm going to read a couple of verses from 1 Thessalonians 5. Granted, I'll be taking them a little out of context, but let's take it for what it's worth here and what it's saying, and we can apply it to our situations today. When people are saying all is well, everything is peaceful and secure, then disaster will fall upon them as suddenly as a woman's birth pains begin when her child is about to be born and there will be no escape. And skipping on to, down to chapter 5, verse 6. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others, which surely fits the story today. Uh, stay alert and be sober. <clears throat> I was reading in preparation for this online with some of the uh, 
safety Sabbath type things that our conference has on there. And one a phrase caught my eye, drill or die. This sounds rather bad, but by the same token, I know what they're saying. If we don't know what to do, someone could die. What is our safety team doing? Well, we meet occasionally and discuss what to do. In fact, last Sunday we met for probably an hour and a half or so and discussed what we should do and how we should do it. We also monitor the doors. We're there primarily to greet you on a Sabbath morning, but we're also there to watch the parking lot watch the driveways. We have mirror on this end. We're going to be installing mirrors out here as well. And then, as Bob mentioned, we keep children from leaving the building unattended by an adult. We need to be totally aware of who enters this building. And by placing ourselves at the doors, we are aware of who comes and who goes. We have these radios. We're going to be purchasing a couple of more so that we can be in touch with one another because if something is happening over there and I'm teaching a Sabbath school in the room with the door shut, uh, we need to know that. Or someone at this door needs to talk with someone about something they are looking at. We need to know, and we can do that with the use of these radios. We've also added crash bars on the doors out the kitchen and out of this little room so that the door is always locked, but by the same time, we can get out by just hitting the crash bar and going out. <clears throat> and I mentioned the mirrors. We have more to come on them. So who are our safety team? I'm just going to use mostly first names. You know who they are. There's Bob and Rick, Melody, Jeff. Dan, Andrew, Walter, Bobby, John Damon, Jeff, Donna, our newest member, Tim Stofflet, and myself, and you. We're all in this together. We need to look out for one another. And we thank each one of these people and you for your help. We live in a crazy world. But we trust in the Lord and thank him for his protection but also believe we must do all that we can to protect each other and ourselves as best we know how. That's why we're having the drill today. There'll be more about that in a moment. Good morning, church. Good morning. I know this topic that we're talking about today is, is very serious and very important. But as usual, you know, despite the circumstances around me and around my family, I grew up in a family where we laughed all the time. Um, and I don't think I can survive without laughing. And so this morning, I know I've shown this in church before, Josh, you ready? I want you to take note of... A few of the things on a security team, I know I'm kind of like backup here. All of the other folk do all of the hard work, and I get to maybe on occasion say you need to go out that door. 
And uh, so this morning, I want to show you what we won't be doing with our security team here at church. So it's just a few minutes, and then I just need to say a few more words when we are done. Okay? So you ready, Josh? All right. Tonight, we're going to be talking about getting all you can get out of life, and there's Still some people who try to convince me that travel is the ultimate, the ultimate test of joy. And I'm here to tell you it is the ultimate test. Things have changed dramatically. I have in many of my tapes talked about travel, but I'm here to tell you it has gotten almost unbearable. The other day I stood in line for two hours take a 45-minute flight. Now, I believe in security. I really do. But common sense would be a great part of it. <laughs> Two hours for a 45-minute flight. And then I went through a portal of some kind, and there was a little Darth Vader guy on the other side of the portal. <laughs> he took a wand and went <laughs> all over here. <laughs> He said, put your luggage on that table. I'm not kidding about this, folks. And he opened my luggage, and he went through every tiny bit of my luggage. I have pills that I take. I have seven little compartments with five pills in each compartment. And he opened each compartment. And I'm not kidding you. It's hard to be Christian in those moments. And he opened each compartment, all seven compartments, and then he dug a little further and came up and you could see this look on his face. He had found a little pair of fingernail clippers and he said, what are these? <laughs> I said, those would be fingernail clippers. He said, what are you planning to do with them? I said, I was thinking that maybe after four or five hours I could work my way through the skin of the airplane with them. That's the wrong answer, by the way. <laughs> he said, take off your shoes, and I want you to go back and put your shoes through. It's a true story. I'm telling you, true. So I had to go back after two hours and put my shoes through on the belt. And he said, take off your coat. Go back and put your coat through. I thought, I think I've offended this man. I put my coat on the belt, and the coat went through. He said, come over here, sit down. He said, I want you to roll your socks down. This is truth. He said, roll your pant legs up. And then he took his little wand, and on the bare flesh of my legs went... <laughs> I held my composure. But I leave here tomorrow at 7 in the morning. I'm going to the airport naked. <laughs> I'm getting dressed on the other side of the port. <laughs> and I guarantee you, I won't have to wait in any line. first person I tap on the shoulder is going to go, no, just go ahead. You just go right on ahead. 
Thank you, Josh. You know, that's one of the reasons I don't like flying. But, you know, Wikipedia defines security or safety as a state of being safe, the condition of being protected from harm or other non-desirable outcomes. Safety can also refer to the control of recognized hazards in order to achieve an acceptable level of risk. You know, here in, in our country, and I, I suppose most of the world, there are safety tips of security and safety for our homes, for our cars, for our families. But I think for the most part, we forget that we need security and safety in our churches as well. I mean, there have been several of, uh, examples recently of bad things happening in church. I know that we think we all live in Marshfield. You know, when I say something, you know, well, what if? And my daughter always says to me, Mom, you live in Marshfield. What could possibly go wrong? So I think some of us have the tendency to think that way. But I think other communities have thought that way for a long time until something actually happens. You know, and I think um, when we think a lot in terms of our safety and security, we th tend to think mostly about tornadoes and fires and icy parking lots. And I think we totally forget that our safety and security also means looking out for each other here in our church. You know, we don't come to church and just sit and listen to the word. We come to church in a sense to observe, not in a critical fashion, but in a manner that leads to us knowing, well, that member today is not looking well in terms of health or is not walking steadily. And I think we need to be really focused on what goes on in our church so that if we have a member that Look, Sale, go to that member and say, are you feeling well today? To me, that includes safety. That includes, you know, looking out for each other and being, uh, wanting us all to be safe. So let us remember that if we feel that somebody is in need, let us not be shy. We don't want to impose on anyone. But the least we can do is say, can I give you a hand today? Um, you know, and the, they can say no, they can say I'm well, I'm fine, and that's okay too. And the other thing I think we need to take note of when we come to church is that, you know, sometimes our parents, those with little children especially, need a hand sometimes. I know when Sai is visiting with us, then I have another foster baby. It's a handful, and that's only two kids. And when Sai decides he wants to run around helter-skelter, and I have the baby, and I know moms come to church, dads, and they have more than one or two children, let us be willing to assist. Let us be willing rather than to be critical, to ask our parents, what can I do for you today to help with your babies? Can I have them sit by me? We always need parents' permission 
Can I have them sit by me with a quiet book or with an activity that they would like to do? Or maybe can I sit with the parent and, and help look after the children? All of those things we can do when we come to church, not just think about someone coming in the door to be disruptive or think about a fire. Those are important things, but let us remember that we need to be mindful and careful of each other, of our weak, of our aged, of our children. We don't want our children running around in the foyer to knock over the elderly and the weak, as well as to knock over our babies who are learning to walk. So let us remember to keep an eye, to be gracious, to be kind, to be loving, as well as keeping an eye out for all of the other things like the fires and the tornadoes that we need to worry about. So let us... Um, Think carefully and lovingly when we come to church. Thank you. There we go. They say many hands make light work, and we've tried to kind of divide and conquer here this morning as, as far as that goes. Um, so we're just going to talk a little bit about what to do when there is an emergency, in the, in the event that we have an emergency. What do you do? Where do you go? What if we have a fire alarm? What if we have um, some type of thing happen where we need to exit the building? Um, first of all, as, as uh, John mentioned, there are a bunch of members of the safety team. And we've talked about that amongst ourselves, about how we help the congregation get to where they need to go if we have an emergency. And so we would be helping you with that. But we also want to show you on the screen kind of where we would like you to gather and go to. Um, Sister Joy read the, the scripture reading this morning, and that was a uh, scripture that was warning the Israelites of an impending attack that was to come, but it wasn't an immediate attack. This was God warning them that there was this attack that was going to come years down the road. And in our case, we don't know if we'll have a fire. We don't know if we'll have some other emergency. But in the event that we do, we have a responsibility to be prepared for that. And so that's why we're, we're walking through the things that we're walking through today. So Josh is going to put up on the screen, um, if you want to put up the, the PDF, Josh, that has the floor plan of the church with the red arrows, that would be great. Um, so Josh is just going to put up on the screen here, and I'm going to flip the light off. And you can kind of see from this that... Um, this part down here that Josh just scrolled down to is our, actually our Sabbath school room. So this is where we come in the door out here. So if you're, if you're looking at the, if we're facing, that's north, east, south, and west. This is the east entrance off of our parking lot out here where we come in and come down to the foyer. And so these are the Sabbath school rooms. This is the uh, cradle roll, the kindergarten, our primary juniors. This is where the adult collegiate class meets. And then in here is our kitchen, and the mother's room, the two bathrooms, and then our sanctuary. So if you were in this part of the church down here when a fire drill happened, or when an alarm, you know, if the alarm went off and you're asked to exit the church, where do you go? Well, in general, anytime there's an emergency, you want to go to your nearest exit that is not blocked. So if we had a fire at an exit, you obviously don't want to go out that way because there's a fire. But... In general, if you're in one of these Sabbath school rooms, your closest exit is to go right out the door to the big parking lot. And we'll show you an overhead in a little bit that shows you kind of where to gather out there. 
Um, if you were in this room, you're, you, you could be close to this exit, but you're also close to the exit right here in the kitchen. So keep in mind that that exit's there in the kitchen. We have that one that is a crash bar exit that just has a crash bar you can push. That door is always locked from the outside, but if you push the crash bar, the door will open and you can go right out and outside. If you're in one of the restrooms or in the foyer, your closest exit could be, you could be here and it might be to go down this way or it could be to go out here or it could be to go out here. You have those three exits available. And then Josh, if you want to scroll up a little bit, we'll just talk about the sanctuary because that's where pretty much all of us are right now. Um, basically the first like three to four rows, your closest exit is actually probably up here on the platform to go right out through that door over there that says Junior's on it and right out there is another door just like in the kitchen that has a little crash bar up about chest height that will open the door and let you go out. Um, and for those of you who are more in the, in the middle to the back of the, of the sanctuary, your closest exit is really probably going to be out the, the um, west door, which goes under the, the driveway out here. So in general, if there is a, some type of an alarm, you, you might be thinking, I want to get up and get out as fast as I can. And within reason, yes, that's true, but we want to be orderly. You want to listen to direction. You don't want to just rush and panic. Um, and so one of the things that, that you always want to keep in mind is look for people giving direction. The safety team will be guiding you on where to go and how to, what exit to take. Um, and there should always be one of us or, or more than one of us from the safety team that would be helping to do that. Um, we have plans in our mind about who's responsible for where in the event of an emergency, and we would help with that. So we'll look for a safety team, listen to instruction about where to go and where to gather. Josh, if you want to flip to the next picture. So this picture is just an overhead of our church on a map, so it's not super easy to read probably, but um, basically this is the big parking lot where we most of us park. So that's our east entrance door that we talked about. Here's all our Sabbath school rooms and the kitchen and our main foyer and restroom area and then the sanctuary. In general, if you're going out this door here, we want you to gather out here. Now, I'm going to just say for today's purposes... We are a safety team. We want to keep safety in mind. We know that there's snow and some ice and stuff off of the paved areas. We're just going to gather. Anybody who goes out this door down here should gather right out here on the paved area for today. But if it was a true emergency and there was a fire, you want to get away from the building. Um, and so you would want to go out farther away from the building. If you go out this exit up here in the front, you're going to be coming out out here. There's a sidewalk that runs right here alongside the church. In general, we would want to gather here or right along the, the sidewalk that's out near the street. But keep in mind if you go out there, if you have little kids, if you were up in the front and you're going out and you have little kids, you want to keep track of them. And it might be safer, if reasonably safe, to take them over and go into this area where you're farther away from the street or, or things of that nature. And if you're going out either of these exits, the kitchen exit or this exit on, um, out, out under the um, overhang, our gathering area is in the grass right on the other side of that. But again, with it being snowy today and icy, we just want you to gather on the cement out there right outside. Now, this is our first time doing a fire drill here in the church. and We appreciate you guys taking baby steps with us. Last year we talked about it. Today we're actually going to do a drill, but we've told you about it ahead of time, and we'll probably at least do another one sometime in the spring or something like that where, again, we're going to tell you about it ahead of time. At some point, we'll get to the point taking baby steps where we'll have an unannounced one. But we want to walk through this with you several times, and it takes a, a period of time for us to kind of all go through that and for everybody to have, have heard it and know what to do. 
So um, in general, again, just for those of us who are in the sanctuary here, you're probably going to, most of you want to go out this main, our main door back here and gather out there. And if you're right up in the front here, we would go out and go out this door. And for today's purposes, if you want to, you can just go back over and gather right underneath the, on the cement out there. So that if you go out this door up here, there's a sidewalk that runs right along the church there. Watch your step in case there's some snow or ice when that happens. Um, but that, in general, is our, our exit plan. Does anybody have any questions? So normally in an emergency, you would not have time to get a coat. If you have your coats, feel free to put them on. Um, we're going to be pretty quick with how long we have you outside. We want to get everybody out orderly and then come back in right away. So we're not going to have you standing out there for 15 minutes or anything. Um, but uh, if there are, is there any other questions? If there are no other questions, I will turn it back over to John and, and Bob, and we can go from there. I think for our safety team people, if you can get to your positions where you would be doing what you're going to be doing. <clears throat> and I do ask you to, when you hear, we're just going to ring the Sabbath school bell, but when you hear that, then get to your feet, but listen to the people as you exit so that we need to practice as well as you do. So <laughs> it's all kind of a trial and error thing today. Oh, most of the... Yeah, basically, you want to go to your closest sector. So if you're in the sanctuary, you're here, like these three rows and up, your closest sector is probably that door. If you're further back, your closest sector is probably there. Um, so in here, you can kind of decide which way you want to go. If you get back into the back half, you're definitely you're going to be closer to that door than this door. Does that answer your question? If an exit Good is question. congested, pick a different one. You don't want to be like... Some of these nightclub things we've seen where there's a big pile of dead bodies at the door. <laughs> so. I, I think for our fire drill today, the scenario is that there is a fire in the kitchen. So the kitchen exit is off limits. <laughs>